And in this portion of WGTD's morning show, I'm very happy to be uh, sharing the word about a, an upcoming concert with the Racine Symphony Orchestra, who are doing such an impressive job of remaining active and continuing to contribute to our community, even within the restrictions of the COVID-19 pandemic. Their next concert is coming up this Saturday, February 27th, uh, with no audience present, but thanks to the gift of live streaming, uh, this concert, which I believe is free to the public, uh, is going to actually feature several wonderful works, including chamber works by Zelensky and Brahms, and a, a concerto for cello and orchestra by Franz Josef Haydn, which is going to feature the Racine Symphony's artist-in-residence, Joshua uh, Zajac, who joins us today along with uh, the conductor and artistic director of the Racine Symphony Orchestra, uh, Maestro Pasquale Lorino. We welcome both of you to the morning show. Thank you, Jeff. Good to have you here. Good, Good to, to have be you. here. Um, Maestro, can you just say a quick word about uh, what all of us are very well acquainted with by now, but you in some ways that are probably fairly uncommon, that is the restrictions of COVID-19 and what it's been like for the symphony to carry on as best it can uh, within the restrictions that are still to a large extent in place? Well, it, it, it certainly has presented a challenge, but in, in many respects, it's presented an opportunity. Uh, we uh, certainly had to change a good deal of our program, which precluded the involvement of all of the members of the orchestra, but it, it has opened up this tremendous wealth of chamber uh, music, which uh, for a musician, I think um, someone has said that, you know, you're, you're paid to play in an orchestra and, and you, you play chamber music for love. Uh, we are now able to really explore this repertoire and uh, present it to our audiences in a way that maybe uh, earlier we didn't have as, as many opportunities to do. Uh, certainly this concert uh, represents in, uh, in the Brahms Quartet and the Zelensky uh, two works uh, for piano quartet uh, that uh, give us a, a, a chance to flex our, our chamber music chops. Mm. Very nicely put. Uh, how different does it feel to serve up the actual performance uh, with, in a sense, nobody physically present to receive it? I mean, and maybe it felt stranger in the early going and maybe not quite so strange now. Uh, but how different does it feel from a standard performance in which there is an adoring audience there receiving it in the room? Well, I, I don't think it's very much unlike um, uh, the way it feels in a recording session. Um, uh, when I've made um, uh, recordings, uh, there is something uh, very antiseptic about it. Uh, you don't get that... that exchange between uh, audience and and performer that can work to your advantage and sometimes to your disadvantage. Certainly, I don't miss uh, the extraneous noise that sometimes happens when you have uh, audience members there. But the excitement of being sort of on the wire in the moment, breathing the same air as the the individuals that are there to appreciate the music uh, is is a definitely a different kind of visceral experience that uh, that I miss, uh, but that uh, we we can call on our other skill set to uh, to be able to fully execute this um, uh, this this music effectively. 
Very good. So as you mentioned, uh, this has been an opportunity for the orchestra, some of its members, to explore some masterworks of the chamber repertoire. And uh, two intriguing works are uh, on the program for this concert on February 27th. And uh, before we talk about the third uh, work and bring in our other guest, uh, say a quick word about these two piano quartets uh, that are on the program. And maybe a quick word about kind of the the special musical pleasures uh, for listener and musician alike that are part of this particular kind of chamber music. Well, I, first of all, the piano uh, quartet repertoire is, is I, I, I think, a fantastic opportunity to really hear in isolation the colors of the uh, three uh, string instruments, the violin, the viola, and the cello, uh, being brought together with the a very different quality of the, uh, of the piano. So you have those different timbres at play. At the same time, the, the texture is not overwhelmed just by the girth that uh, symphony orchestras, large choral uh, forces can, can, can bring to it. You really do uh, hear the intimate uh, details. And that particularly, I think, is benefits the music of Brahms, which uh, sometimes can get a little bit muddy with a lack of clarity. Uh, here, his creative imagination is revealed in the same major uh, quartet uh, with all of its uh, strengths. Uh, and But yet, it, it, it has an opportunity to have the kind of clarity that um, maybe some of his larger works miss. Interesting. I remember it being pointed out to me um, when I interviewed somebody who was going to be part of such a performance at Carthage for our chamber music series that one of the nice things about piano trios and piano quartets uh, is that because you have that piano as kind of the anchor, it means that the string instruments have the, the possibility of acting more as soloistic instruments than just chamber instruments. They're they're not responsible for the harmonic fabric in the way that they are with like a string quartet. And so they end up being treated in that way. I think that's probably especially true for piano trios, but uh, I, I, can, I can think of piano quartets and even quintets where that quality kind of comes shining through and it certainly is a, an exciting uh, aspect of it. It's true, we, we, we have nowhere to hide. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, before we uh, have our listeners hear from him directly, why don't you say a word about uh, the symphony's current uh, artist in residence uh, before we meet uh, Joshua Zajac? Well, uh, Joshua has uh, uh, been a, a, a wonderful part of the Racine Symphony family. The artist in residence program is certainly something that uh, is, is one of the many things that outreach uh, aspects that the symphony is most proud of. And uh, Josh has carried that banner especially uh, well and under extraordinary conditions uh, this this year in recitals that he's presented, educational programs that he's presented. And I think that um, uh, it it is, uh, it, he's just represents, I think the best of a performing artist that is able to articulate personally his experience with this music. And um, 
I, I, I won't speak for him because he speaks so well himself, but uh, he is one of those rare individuals that has such a, 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 a fine skill set as an instrumentalist, but also can articulate very clearly this, this abstract uh, uh, notions that we have in, in, in music. So um, I'm, I'm very, very uh, pleased to be able to uh, present in this form uh, the Haydn Concerto with a, a, a reduced orchestra, uh, this uh, this fantastic concerto of Haydn, continuing our, our series of works that we've been uh, using the our Haydn project for past several years. Very good. So Joshua Zajac, it's great to make your acquaintance even via Zoom. I uh, hope we get to make our acquaintance face-to-face uh, -face, uh, uh, in person sometime soon. Uh, first of all, tell us a little bit about your own encounter with the cello. Uh, how early in your life and under what circumstances did that take place? Yeah, likewise, I hope to meet you face-to-face, uh, -face, and I'm looking forward to seeing the maestro grow, uh, in person. That's been uh, a wild year, and uh, it's delightful to know that despite the challenges, we're still making music mm. somehow. Uh, my musical journey began uh, when I was a fourth grader uh, in a suburb of, of Chicago, Grove, and uh, I was introduced to the cello, uh, not through my parents, but, uh, but uh, my older brother, uh, through the school programs, uh, two years ahead of me, brought a cello home. So I was a second, gr second grader, technically, saw the cello, and... Uh, a copycat artist. I wanted to, I wanted to play the cello. I wanted to play, wanted to play his cello and a little bit of trouble for actually trying to put my hands on it and, and touch it and figure it out. So, um, wait your turn, my mother's directions. And, uh, I waited my turn and started, uh, just with the school program. It was, it was lovely. Uh, the person who started me on cello, uh, Lisa Rose, we still keep in touch to this day. And uh, on, I was a year after that, I was taking private lessons and I didn't know that cello was an occupation. I thought, it, I thought it was just something really fun to do. And uh, about uh, junior year of high school, uh, uh, I was studying a member of the Chicago Symphony Orchestra, Richard Herschel. And uh, from him, uh, I realized that cello, cello was a profession and uh, uh, music school was definitely of great interest to me. Has music uh, resided right at the heart of your life from the start? I mean, to pretty much the exclusion of everything else? Or uh, uh, were you a typical fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth grader where other things would occasionally t steal your focus and time and energy? Or, or by and large, has the cello been uh, what has been the primary vehicle of your energy and passion? That's a great question. In other words, that I lock myself inside a box and uh, <laughs> commit to hours and hours and hours. <laughs> um, the short answer is no, I didn't. I, I, uh, gee, I hope I was a normal kid. Normal kid. I think we all hope we're this day. Uh, but uh, I enjoyed playing soccer, and I was a big soccer player, and I could justif justify playing it because it hands. Uh, in any dangerous uh, situation, so using the feet. And, uh, of course, my, my first cello lessons privately with Ingrid Kazan, we had to always balance the, the lesson schedule with the soccer soccer schedule because I was competitive. Uh, but also, uh, 
I, I loved being outside and, and uh, I, uh, to this day, this is probably a controversial thing to say, but I love cello a lot. I could not, not live life with it, but also I don't feel I'm obsessed with it. I, I think there's too much to life, uh, uh, relationships, with people, uh, community interaction. Uh, it's great when music is a part of that. And it's great when music leads, it leads that. But also, I enjoy cooking. Uh, I enjoy traveling, and uh, I enjoy spending time spending time with my wife. So it's a large component. But even from when I first picked it up, I, I was still interested in, in being a kid. And and uh, it took me quite some time to realize that cello was more than just the hobby or or the really fun thing to do. As I previously I previously said, it's it's a job. So that took some time. Well, not locking yourself in a box uh, appears to have served you very, very well, uh, judging from the, the, the great success you've already had and, uh, and the wonderful part that you are with the Racine Symphony uh, music community, even under these adverse conditions. Say a quick word about this beautiful Haydn cello concerto in C major. I still remember the first time, it's been many, many years ago that I first encountered it in a, in a recording by the legendary uh, Jacqueline Dupre, and uh, I remember falling in love with this piece from the from its very first measures. Uh, tell us, uh, tell our listeners whatever you think they should know about this this wonderful piece. Uh, yeah, the listeners should know that this music, uh, the Haydn Cello Concerto in C Major, 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 is a full repertoire. So that what you get. Uh, from the cello is the complete balance of, of highs, low, um, quite uh, on the virtuosic side, actually. Uh, there, there isn't the kind of playing in this king in this concerto where a musician wants to dig in and try to pull your heart out and, and uh, 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 perhaps shed you to shed a tear. It's not in the romantic kind of uh, expression. It's, it's pristine, it's clean, and it's, and it's quite refined. And um, it definitely showcases the cello as a moderate instrument in that it it it's does not do anything beyond that of uh, exaggerated expression. It, it stays within the lines. Yet, uh, I would say, if you were to categorize its three movements uh, in a personality type, uh, I would give the uh, first movement as the the moderate. The, the man or who uh, is reliable, who, who won't do you wrong, is, is a trustworthy person. Uh, uh, the second move uh, enters more of the melancholy. And yet it does suggest, I think, uh, uh, a romantic aspect to, aspect to it that might be, ahead of, might be ahead of the 18th century. And uh, that could be up to me to deliver uh, how much romantic antic style i put in perhaps the maestro will will, <laughs> will have his own his own uh direction that uh, i'm looking for i'm looking forward to, to hearing and, and giving thought to but uh the second movement i think is a little bit more of the sensible sensible side i feel the final movement is someone who has a little bit of uh, fire in their veins uh, uh it just kind of goes and a lot of notes Fun, fast, and meant to be a finale. I think Haydn n never lets down chambered music, uh, especially the feeling of a finale where you go, okay, this is the end. 
there, uh, there's a lot of notes going. I am just sitting more and more on the edge of my seat. Mm. Well, what? Maestro, anything you want to add to that uh, wonderful description of this uh, really great work? No, it, it is really one of uh, my favorite classical concertos. It's, um, uh, and as Josh says, it, bring, it does bring you into a different world. This is a world that um, is, is, is very much in the classical ideal. Uh, but we can't, as performers these days, not uh, recognize that we have, have heard since, we've heard Saint-Saëns, we've heard the Warjak concerto, we've heard these, uh, the, the contemporary concertos of, of Britain and Prokofiev. Uh, they, they are also part of the listening experience of, and the performing experience of the performer. And I, I think that if we can imbue this music with contemporary relevance, as well as a, 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 an understanding of what the aesthetic was from the 19th century, I, th I think that this is probably the, the proper balance. Wonderful. Well, it looks like a great program. And remind our listeners how they can access this concert uh, on, on Saturday and enjoy it. Well, this is, um, you know, I, I, I'm... Uh, part of the days where we, we only had the choice of uh, three channels, I think, on television. I am a fossil. <laughs> but um, uh, for, for me, I understand YouTube has uh, thousands, maybe even millions of, of, of channels. The only channel I watch is the Racine Symphony Orchestra channel. <laughs> and on that channel on YouTube is the one that this concert is going to be presented on free of charge and convenience of your own uh, computer. So one just goes to the search bar and types in Racine Symphony Orchestra and I suspect is taken right to the Racine Symphony channel and uh, this can be enjoyed. And is this going to be a live concert that is streamed or is it in a sense being recorded and then shared on YouTube? This will be a live stream. Of course, it will be available for subsequent viewing, but if you want to uh, really see us on the wire uh, at, as the event is happening, uh, this is an opportunity to uh, share that experience. And I do find, even when I watch streamed programs from other organizations, there's a different feeling when you know the concert is coming to you on a live stream versus one that has been pre-recorded, that you know that, the, uh, that certain things can be fixed and manipulated in a way that shows things in its best light. Sometimes that human element, I think, is important to uh, see. And we'll have a few human elements, I'm sure, during the course of our performance. Absolutely. I look forward to uh, enjoying it myself uh, this coming Saturday evening uh, via the Racine Symphony's YouTube channel. Uh, on the podium will be Maestro uh, Pasquale Lorino and uh, playing the Haydn Cello Concerto. Uh, will be uh, Joshua Zajac, the artist in residence for the Racine Symphony. Gentlemen, thank you both for being part of the morning show today. Best wishes to you. My pleasure. Thank you, Greg. Thank you so much. Looking forward. Mm -hmm.